Mm-hmm. Welcome to Span Reads, not your typical rereads podcast, a 17th Shard series where we reread the Cosmere and are giant nerds about it. Today, we will be talking about the Well of Ascension. Joining me is Jesse. Hello, I'm Lady Lameness. Ian. Hey, I'm your writer. Matt. Comatose on the forums and Discord. Katie. I'm Aeonine everywhere. Eric. I'm Chaos. And I am Mish, or First Rainbow Rose. This episode will be our full Cosmere spoiler episode. The most recently released book is Rhythm of War, so we will have spoilers up through Rhythm of War. Yep. If they're relevant. We don't don't guarantee they're Rhythm of War spoilers, but... (laughs) But let me let me just say it's been a long time since I reread Well of Ascension. Uh and man, we have learned a lot of Cosmere stuff since the first time I read it. That's for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. I still remember you being on the Time Wasters guide uh-huh. and asking questions. Uh-huh. I guess it was Oh yeah. More of yeah. hero, but compared with what we were asking back then, oh. things have gotten a bit out of control. I mean, not really, but uh, I think it's fine. Coming from our last episode about uh, the Chandra and Kolos being immune to emotional allomancy. And I, I was thinking about this as to why that might be. Uh, and mm-hmm. I feel like that could just be because like, oh, they're invested uh, a bit more with the spikes. Mm-hmm. And maybe like if you're a radiant holding Stormlight, that that would make you similarly resistant. Because, you know, like investiture affecting other investiture maybe that does uh, make sense that so that, that's that's my little theory that i came up when we were just recording the last one that is yeah entirely possible like because like but also it's said that the lord ruler specifically designed that flaw into them so it might be like part of like the design is like there's part of that might be there's extra investiture there as a shield as part of the mechanics of hemology. Like, how much could the Lord Ruler actually design these things? Like, that that's something that, uh, what? How much control would he have over the hemologic constructs? I don't well, know. Maybe it was, because, like, what, he figured out the hemologic constructs he knew, for the most part, while he held the power. And then mm-hmm. afterward, he tried to find more. So maybe he, like, searched out spike combinations placements um amounts that would have this result that would have this flaw and it's less Mm -hmm. that he created the flaw and more that he chose designs that included it yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. i think it'd have to be more like that right speaking of hemallergy we ended up discussing or needing to move on to this topic about how much hemallergy has actually shown up in this book because a lot of spikes (laughs) A lot of spikes that are just random, like Zane and his spike. Like Zane's spike is like really, I feel very well foreshadowed because Vin does remark consistently that um, he's very skilled with his iron pushes. Yeah. Like he's able to do like the floating thing and like rotating Mm -hmm. on the one anchor. Sits sideways on a wall at one point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And part of that is he got it from his spike yeah. which is a very blink and you miss it reveal like oh i did miss it yeah both times or just the first time just the first time i loved reading speaking of saints spike i loved reading this book knowing what's going on 
with the voice in his head and ruin yeah. and yeah. the fact you know you're not mad i remember reading that that's the funny thing you were never insane and i remember because yeah. i had to wait for hero of ages to get an yeah. explanation and yeah. being so confused by what in the world that could even possibly mean and mm-hmm. of and course the- by the time book came out i'd completely forgotten about it but yeah and that oh of course i didn't tell you to murder her yeah 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 exactly yeah like that that's such a good line oh that's so good Uh, what i like about the spike like zane is really i think an important character for the overall mystery of the first trilogy because he's setting up like the concept of spikes can be used in non-traditional ways. Like you don't have to be an inquisitor. Um, The concept of people who are unstable or people who with spikes are hearing voices from this entity. Like those are things that are very key to when you start remembering, Oh, Vin has this earring that she Mm -hmm. keeps remarking having in and her mom was crazy. Um, Like, I don't think the Vin reveal would have worked if we didn't have Zane in this book. That is true. That is I true. Think you are right. It's pretty vital foreshadowing in that yeah. way. Yeah, and Vin and her earring and being in the well and it, like it, she mentions dropping her medals, which whatever. But the one that I that you don't catch until afterward is the fact that the spike in her ear burns her, and that's what yeah. prompts mm-hmm. her. Like her medals, her misborn medals her vials don't impact her but she drops them after her after the spike does yeah powers of ruin and preservation Mm -hmm. because i I like that because it's like the implication there when you're first reading it is like oh metal just hurts you if it's on you which isn't the case it's the hemorrhage spike but she doesn't make that connection in the moment which makes it hard for the reader to make it in the moment yeah but in retrospect totally makes sense (laughs) Yeah, yep. Yep. love that. Speaking mm-hmm. of ruin and preservation, uh, I- I've been holding in uh, all all f- four of these episodes about the misspirit because there is so much weird misspirits. There is, and There's like, not. so clearly, so obviously, the one we see the most is preservation, right? Obviously, mm-hmm. but there is one that just has hateful eyes, like super hateful eyes, and I assume that that's ruin. See, like, yeah. that's what I'm not sure on. As well, right? Because shouldn't remind, Ruin be in dark? Like, remind me dark of this country? scene, because apparently I wasn't paying as close attention as I should have. Well, I, I don't know if it's the same one Eric is thinking of, I mean, but look. I also marked on a weird Miss Spirit scene, which is um, Vin, when, like, she finds a Miss Spirit standing over a land in the tent, hmm. where it's, like, hmm. standing with the knife. Which I'm like, that's not a very preservation-y action. But I don't think it can be Ruin yet. Because Ruin can't impact the world. I think that that's playing into Vin's fears, because she's, she spends the entire book fearing that the Miss Spirit is going to do something to harm Ellen, because that's what the logbook said that the Miss Spirit did. And yeah. the only reason why the... Yeah, yeah. And the I mean, I... it Actually, now I'm wondering... Why did the Miss Spirit kill? Like in the end, he does it. He harms Ellen to try and force Vin to use the power to convince her into doing the yeah. right thing. But that was Kelsier. Like Kelsier yeah. forced that. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's true. 
Um, so it's like it like knowing that it's like why what is Laros doing with the spike here uh, with with the, his knife, knife here? Why does he do it in the to in the logbook to uh, well, Alendi? Alendi, yeah, because I, I assume that that's ruin, though, right? Because it's like a dark shadow that Alendi describes. No, in the logbook, does he? It's, it's uh, yeah, it's he not white. Ah, I hadn't got that. He, well, dark mist. Remember, remember when dark mist was gonna be a thing after Hero Mages? Randall was <laughs> like, "Hey, there's gonna be two kinds of mist." Never saw that again, despite the giant chamber here that has that has the dark mist, which is ruined stuff. Like a mm-hmm. massive chamber that had all of it. And there, in the middle of the mist, was the spirit standing directly above Ellen. It wasn't even really there. It was just an outline in the mist. Uh, repeating pattern caused by chaotic movements, and yet it was real. She could feel it, uh, and she could see it. Uh, See it as it looked up, meeting her gaze with invisible eyes, hateful eyes, uh, and it raised an insubstantial arm, and Vin saw something flash. And then she, like, felt pain near where her spike was, I think? No. It was a little weird. She raises a dagger to meet the the knife, and then it like makes her whole arm tingle. Yeah, uh, pa- yeah, uh, a powerful numbing chill in her arms. The hair over her entire body prickled, and I'm like, Vin saw something flash. Like it's like what is happening there? I have I, no like, idea what that's. Going on. I think that's the knife. Yeah, yeah, I think that's supposed to be yeah, the knife like, flashing, yeah. but it yeah, definitely flies. That's ah, weird. See, it's like know. the hateful eyes makes me think it isn't Ruin because Ruin doesn't hate Vin. Like Vin, Vin's the one true. that's gonna get him out of there. I guess that's true, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, at least it's less crazy than the original Well of Ascension, where there were four Miss Spirits and one was Endowment. Remember that? That's that's it, weird. Yeah, I've read that scene. Um, That's it's really it's, weird. We'll put it in there the is the, the deleted scenes are on Brandon's website. Like you should so read them weird. sometime. They're weird. They're very weird. Mm-hmm. I know I read that at some point, but I can't remember. I yeah, just I remember one was endowment of like what? I yeah, I, I don't know. But the mm-hmm. miss this miss spirit is very weird. Uh it, it's interesting that Laras can like basically use Alamancy, mm-hmm. kind of. Like like with soothing, like clearly the Miss Spirit like sort of had a copper cloud around. Like only Vin could do it because she could piece pierce copper clouds. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. That that yeah. was made pretty clear here. The Miss Spirits are still like kind of confusing. Yes. So I, I feel like in that scene when preservation's trying to attack Ellen, preservation wouldn't have been able to because like in secret history, Kelsier needed to actually do it. Mm-hmm. It's just preservation's trying and just can't, right? And so maybe that's what preservation is doing here. But killing, I feel like killing a lend would make Vin go back. Like, yeah, like in this, that uh, scene. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Lar- Laris is dumb. He, the he, the he's whole sequence dumb. is a bit iffy. It's so oh, weird. Here, this is my attempt to to um, rationalize this. Okay. Um, we know, like, from the prophecies and stuff, that like preservation has a lot of future sight. We know fuzz preservation laris is like degrading so maybe he's starting to like get mentally displaced within the timeline and he like in that moment maybe he is for a moment thinking he's at the well this like event that he's kind of seen coming and then and he's just a little confused yeah Yeah. i could buy it not necessarily like keeping temporarily displaced but like he knows like okay i need to stab this guy yeah 
at some point is this now or yeah 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 yeah. right yeah exactly so like yeah that's a good idea matt i like yeah he's getting like that's that's probably the best idea yeah (laughs) just hateful eyes i immediately go to odie i'm like a lot is happening but yeah why would why would ruin hate uh so so that would mean that the dark shadowy miss spirit that stabbed Fedek would probably have been Ruin, actually. I, I always assumed the Mist Spirit is the same in both. Like, I, I yeah, didn't yeah. think that it was described as being darker than the current Mist Spirit. I, I just always assumed that it was preservation in both. Let me look. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it would make this. more sense, though, that it would need to be ruined, because, again, what good does it do to stab him especially if he's not near the well Edic was stabbed when he tried to sample the waters of the black lake um oh, the okay. black lake oh my god there's so much black metal. In the See, that yeah. also makes me think it could be preservation yeah, yeah. i guess that's true huh because like, i just i don't think ruin could manifest a miss spirit until like he got released yeah by the way miss spirits that's what a shardic avatar should be because that's what avatar actually means thinking about that out there it is interesting comparing the miss spirit to like when cultivation shows up like in the flesh um do we see any other shards show up kind of where they honor 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 only shows up in visions yeah Um, but that's the ish yeah, but yeah, Odium, Odium does show shows up, up um, during the Battle of Thelen Fields. Yeah. We, we do see Laris as well, like in the flesh, in secret history. That's in the yeah. cognitive realm. Well, yeah. Well, that's basically what the Miss Spirit looks like in the cognitive realm. Was, that was always yeah. my perception. Okay. Wherever like, that is in the cognitive realm, like the Miss Spirit is in the physical. Yeah. Sure. Mm. And, and that's what I like about seeing the contrast is you see like this is a shard who isn't fully together, right? So they're maybe they're in the cognitive, not as much in the physical. And so then comparing that to like when Cultivation and Odium do it, it it's a kind of cool difference. I got the epigraph and like it, it is referenced in Well of Ascension as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Vin's looking up the Miss Spirit. And so this mm-hmm. is it. It isn't a shadow. This dark thing that follows me, the thing only I can see, it isn't really a shadow. It's blackish and translucent, but it doesn't have a shadow-like solid outline. It's insubstantial, wispy, and formless, like it's made out of a dark fog or mist, perhaps. And I'm like, but the Miss Spirit's never described as a dark fog, ever! It's just, like, made of regular mist stuff, right? But is that because, like, the people in... Vin's time are more familiar with, with mist. mist. Yeah, it, it is a bit weird because Lundy's like, oh, we're free of the deepness up here in the mountains. How yeah, nice. I like I kind of I don't know. I would just interpret that as like, oh, like it's dark because it's kind of like formless and it's like mist where there isn't mist. Whereas Vin is always seeing yes. it at night in, like the mist. in the mist. Yeah, I guess. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying it's confusing, okay? These damn spirits. Also, I'm not sure, did Brandon have... I guess he did have the whole, like, ruin preservation, black and white duality yeah. figured out already. Um, we, yeah, yeah. He, he put the he shadowy room with all the smoke that's presumably yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. And he had written all three before he revised Final Empire. So it could have changed if he wanted to make sense. So do you guys think that it's ruin or preservation talking to Seizad at the end with the rings and being like, you're oh, right. Yeah, that is weird. Well, in the graphic audio, it's Kelsier's voice that gets used. <laughs> that's bent. Which I'm like, I don't think that's actually Kelsier, so that's an interesting choice. It was meant to be, but then, like, of course it couldn't happen. Yeah, I I don't know. Uh, Brandon's kind well. of hedged his bets on that, right? I think yeah. it was preservation trying to get Caesar to stop Vin, and that's why Marsh was there to stop Caesar from stopping Vin. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. That one really stood out to me, especially with you know because I was more aware of the voices and where Weird the source voices? was. Yeah, but that one is well, and because talking to we find out in Era Two, talking to somebody is of ruin, ruin, ruin. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, and listening, preservation can hear, and ruin yeah. can talk. project. No, there, there are exceptions, exceptions. to that because Kelsier yeah. does talk to Spook and Vin while holding preservation in Hero well, Agents. Yeah, and there's also like there's a couple moments where like the Reen voice. I'm like, is that ruin? Um, like usually near the end of the book, and then also in the log book, Alendi in his last entry describes like feeling this like projection of like, or this message of peace that someone will come and take over for him. Uh, if he fails. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. The very last one. Yeah. And so, yeah, it does kind of seem like there might be some. That might be uh, preservation instead of ruin. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. That, that makes sense. Oh man. I just have a quick thing, kind of going back to the hem- like hemology discussion from earlier. Um, Sazet has the great line of, I had no idea those spikes stole your soul as well as your eyes. And yeah, I'm like, well, line. technically oh. they didn't steal his soul. They stole other people's souls. <laughs> <laughs> it just so happens that with the spike, Ruin's controlling him. So, you know. Yeah. Like- mm-hmm. It's it's less of lost a soul and more of gained a soul. Yeah, or several, in fact. Few Nine to eleven. Later, yeah. even more. I wanted to talk about how weird of a perpendicularity the well is. Yeah. yeah. It's a really weird perpendicularity. Mm-hmm. Uh I, I don't know how much there is to talk about, but I mean, obviously preservation designed that perpendicularity in a very specific way, mm-hmm. as that ruin prison, right? Uh, so th- there's a lot of room for weirdness. And you can apparently use it without taking up the power because yeah, Quint yes. goes through it. Yeah, you you can do that. But e- even th- there's actually two ways that your statement can be interpreted because there were people who took the power before Olendi, but just mm-hmm. differently. Yeah, yeah. No, I was, yeah, I was like thinking like literally in the story during book two because Kelsey is there and Hoy goes through and punches him and leaves but it means he, he went through the well while it was filling with this power and just yeah didn't have to take the t- power and just left it and moved on they did say that vin needed to be oh wait no the well attuned her to take up preservation <laughs> like, oh boy the attunement oh boy um, yeah. in all things. <laughs> what, what's interesting though is like remembering that a perpendicularity, like the purpose that world hoppers use it for, like to transition between worlds, 
isn't why they're created. That's a byproduct because what they are is a concentration of a shard's power. So preservation has concentrated his power there to imprison mm -hmm. ruin. And as a byproduct, it creates a portal where the realms are close together. Um, and I think it, Chris says, like Chris seems to think that that would be unusable for most people. Yes. Yeah. And Void's um, like, it, it, this, and is, this is a, not a good perpendicularity to, to go through. Yeah. 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 Like. Well, because he specifically says, because everyone is in prison there. Um, it's like, you usually don't want to go through a perpendicularity that is capturing a dark god. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> my read was that, like, at the end of the day, the well is still a perpendicularity, so it can do all the normal yeah. perpendicularity things, if you know how to do that. And it, it, presumably if it's full enough, like, yeah. right? Because you couldn't use it, yeah. if, like, right after Vin released the power, right? Mm -hmm. Just I like, don't know. I, I feel like you still maybe... I feel like you still could. The pool's gone. It, well, it that was the extra power, wasn't it? That preservation was using to hold ruin. Like that's what got released. Not all of preservation. Yeah, yeah. That brings up true. an interesting point. We've never really had a uh, a satisfactory explanation for why this whole like if the power is there imprisoning ruin, what is filling? Like, like the like. So, like you use the power, you shoot it out into the planet, and then it slowly like trickles back over the thousand. 24 years or whatever the cycle is yeah the the metaphor is always like the water cycle like this is just where that power accumulates spiritual condensation spiritual condensation <laughs> spiritual condensation um, is a yeah. really good way of accumulates it. there <laughs> um, yeah. i mean so it's like, just the same thing as uh the pits why is it just the pits that are that single location because that's the ruins perpendicularity yeah, yeah. Um, yeah it's there well no like, it, it's less the single location that trips me up and like why like why isn't it just there like why is it like refilling why does it take so long to refill or like why does it re refill at all like why <sighs> why is it used and then like at i've never I think really condensation is actually a really good no but it's more that like if it's acting as a prison shouldn't it always be there yeah. I think yeah. Is, is your point, Matt? Yeah. 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 It's going to put some thoughts out there. The fact that this is the Cosmere, I can't just use story logic like in other. Yeah, right. Exactly. Because, like, I, I particularly like stories that have worlds that run on story logic, like, as part of the world building. Yes. Right. So, while refilling is cool story wise, like well, that. Yeah. Yeah. But getting into it, it's like, um, preservation made a prison for ruin prisons like like but he couldn't just like seal him for all of eternity there needed to be a door there needed to be a lock like there needed to be a mechanism for ruin to be released and but like it's stupid to have that lock accessible all of the time because anybody that stumbles upon it could accidentally release it so it's like okay it's like we're going to have this mechanism where it's like you could only get at the lock every 1024 years but which is like the millennial power it's what it, yeah. what kwan calls it which is i love that i love that like, too. i wish we knew more about the pre-alendi users yes. of the well yes maybe one of them is lutha and the and their their understanding of yeah the their knowledge of like the power and mythology around it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 
maybe Brandon said he's not going to write a pre. I would love like a pre-classical Skadrial prequel so much. Idea for it is maybe it's like regrowing body parts. You know the the biggest piece of preservation is there, so it's like regrowing. You chop off somebody's head and it regrows the head instead of regrowing the body. And same thing there of the excess is regrown into the pool. But I feel like the most of preservation. Like it's on, okay. it's like well, what? It's the planet, but that doesn't count because, but like the mists yeah. are the yeah. bulk of the power. Yeah, but then we get into this whole um, division where you have like the bot, like the the atium that's not atium um, is ruins oh, body. Oh boy! And he needs his body back, and his mind is in pr- like. There's still a lot of stuff about the whole prison it's honestly more weird now that we know more right yeah Mm -hmm. like yeah the the conditions of ruin like what ruin needs to like be back at full power have never really fully made sense what does ruin do with the atium he he metabolizes it yep that's what happens (laughs) sure i guess I don't know. Why does the well refill every a thousand years? Like, why did there need to be a lock? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Because but, that gets into like in like a story based logic world. Like, yeah, it makes sense. Like, you need to have a lock to have a prison. Like that. That just makes sure. sense. Sure. Cosmere is like, do you need to have a lock to have a prison? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. Well, I mean, Art unless it's going need... into the platonic, the spiritual ideal of a prison. Sure, sure, why not? (laughs) And arguably, if preservation had some inkling that what Cezed ends up doing is possible, you know, because if you kind of see this whole ruin being in prison thing, maybe has diminishing returns over time, right? Mm -hmm. And so maybe preservation foresaw that, like, maybe at some point ruin will need to get released. So that right. something right. can happen. Yeah. Exactly. It, it was a delaying tactic, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's what it was. He knew yeah. uh, Ruin needed to get released eventually. So yeah, I, I guess that's fair. You need so a you need a you need a lock. And I Ian, I really like that interpretation of we're only making the lock available at certain times because if it is a delaying tactic, yeah, like, right. You would want to delay like, it. To- yeah. Every cycle, you buy yourself another thousand years. Yeah, like, right, that's, right, right, right. That's mm-hmm. super handy. Yeah, I, I was actually going to spin off of the preservation for potentially foreseeing what happens with Sazed. One, like, Tindwell has a great line of Sazed being strong like the wind, which I, I feel like does kind mm. of foreshadow him, like, becoming a shard and becoming the wind, more or less. Yeah. But also... Um, during one of their like research things, sessions like, when they're researching the Rabzine, which is the yes. the Clenium, or as the graphic novia graphic audio says, Helenium. Sure, why not? Which is sure. interesting choice. Which I think is what the KH is supposed to be pronounced by. Oh, okay. Neat. I can't do that reliably. So Clenium. Yeah, sure. But it's like, the Rabzine is said to be he who is not of his people yet fulfills all their wishes, which I feel like does like foreshadow Sazed so well. He is not part of the uh, part of the Synod Synod word. Sure. But like, he is the perfect terrorist. It's like, it's remarked, but Tinwell remarks on it. It's like, you 
uphold like all of our beliefs, but like you should be leading us. You should be leading us, but like you are like um exiled. He leads them eventually, kind of, mm-hmm. sort of. <laughs> yeah. So it's so just like that's like that's a piece of foreshadowing. Like I've never actually seen anybody pick up on, which it's probably been discussed, and I've just probably. missed it. I just like it's not one that gets brought up in Hero of Ages. I think. I definitely enjoyed um, all of the the hints that we get to the Hero of Ages in the research and in the epigraphs, like being able to link that to Caesar, now that you know that mm-hmm. he is the eventual Hero of Ages. Like, yep, he fits all these points. He fits them very mm-hmm. well. I loved watching Caesar's arc in this book for actually his religion. And because the religions yeah. come up a lot more often and what they believe in come up and it was so fun to see like oh they believed in art and color was the most important thing and then being able to watch those hints being dropped knowing what was coming Mm -hmm. and how his belief that all of them hold a piece of the truth ends up being the true answer of oh well the artists were very passionate about the colors of the world and now i know what the world's colors should be and just seeing Seeing the foreshadowing of those religions being able to be mm-hmm. actually like, oh, relevant. I'm going to need all these different religions, so I need time to blab about them so they're not coming out of nowhere. It, yep. that, it's that sort of thing that makes me very excited for Mistborn Era 3, because Brandon's going to write it straight through again, mm-hmm. right? Uh, because you get those foreshadowing that I don't think you would get uh, otherwise. Yeah. Right. It's much harder to do that book by book yeah it's much yeah. easier to be like okay i need a religion in this slot and i know i need it for this it's like we we also got a couple of those in final empire but just yeah, like it's yeah, like yeah. continuing being dropped all of the all of the yeah. time yeah we got the original trell religion in final empire yeah <laughs> oh boy yep what's that? i always forget one's trellism and one's trellagism is trellagism that? is um the original religion right um, trellism is era too yeah, Trell's a guy, uh, a foreman on Telsey. Apparently. He's <laughs> a dude. <laughs> sure. So weird. Yeah, sure, why not? There's a lot of stuff in here that is is still, like, kind of odd, all things considered. Mm-hmm. But yes. I do remember when we first read this, making the connection, the first connection between the well and the pool in Elantris. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes, and that was yes. one of the yes. first like, yes. wait a minute, there's something there. like besides Hoyd showing up, which you know Hoyd is Hoyd. But I watched for Hoyd in this one, and yeah. I'm still Eric. Was it you who finally figured out who it was, or I think it was me. He's not there mentioned was, by name in this one. He is Harris coming back, right? Yeah. yeah, I watched for him for in the scene and. He's basically impossible to spot in this book. When he this wants one, to be hidden, he can be his, very his good at it. Here is is a lot trickier than in the other book. Final Empire. Yeah. 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 I forgot he was in this book at all. Yeah, he's one of the yeah. terrorist refugees. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he's yeah. the he's leader of the terrorist ref- yeah, refugees yeah. that uh, when, Ellen talks to. Yeah, the one that's like, oh well, we were coming from terrorists. He, that's supposed to be Hoyd, but he's not given oh, his. Okay. Okay. He's not given his normal descriptors. He's not mentioned by name. It's very, very hard to spot did him. Do we only know that by Wob, or did someone actually figure that out at some point? Uh, I actually was the one that confirmed it. Somebody figured it out, and I was like, uh, it was like, 
is Hoyd in Hero of Ages this person? And Brandon was like, yeah, yeah, I think you've got the right person. Yeah, it's supposed to be, there's a, when the terrorists are coming back, there's one terrorist who's supposed to be way more knowledgeable and way more interested in what's going on than the rest of them. Mm-hmm. And that was Brandon confirming that it is supposed to be Hoyd. Which I think that's alluding to, like, at one point, Brandon wanted to write a Hoyd parallel novel of, like, right. what was going on. Because, like, Hoyd went to Terrace for a reason yeah. that we don't know what that reason was. Yep, went through the like, well to do it, too. Mm-hmm. That actually makes me think of, like, the question of whether or not you could use the um, well as perpendicularity to go through between realms when after it gets used probably not because the the normal perpendicularity you to use on schedule is the pits of hatson yep. and you couldn't use that after yep. um kelsey or destroyed all the geodes yep which yeah. then prompts the question how does hoyd get off of schedule because the well's just been used up the pits he he has in secret history said that one's destroyed so how does he get off of schedule I mean, presumably, uh, there were some changes after Harmony happened. We, we don't know if Harmony has Harmony's a perpendicularity. perpendicularity. I, I don't know. I mean, he, obviously, he didn't talk with Harmony directly because Harmony's still like, hmm, who's this guy? We know, we know Chris is able to come to the physical realm in Era 2. So we know there's some means. Hoyd got trapped for a while. Ah, he's used to it. He, he, he does that sometimes. Speaking of um, foreshadowing, and this quote actually got brought up in our last episode as well, talking about the Colos, and they turn up in this book, and they go, we are humans, we will live in your city, we will kill you, and we will take it. That That's a pretty blatant uh, connection yes. to who yeah. the Colos are and how they are yeah. created, and yeah. that really jumped out to me. Um, because yep. once you know, it's like, oh, wow, okay, that, that was really in your face. Um, yeah, wouldn't have like, picked but, up on it otherwise. Yeah, because the first time you're just like, you guys are creepy. You're like, just that, terrifying. You, yeah, you guys are crazy. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, no, I remember reading that and going, oh, oh, Damn. poor human. And with the nails, right, that they say, yeah. like, oh, there's weird nails with the colos. I don't know what's up with that, you know? Yeah. yeah. It, it's All also there. fun, this book... Like the the way Brandon uses like threes and like roles, so it's like the Vin servant role. Like Cezed is the first Vin servant, and then he becomes a main character. Tensoon is the second Vin servant, and then he becomes a main character. And then in the third book, we get Human, who like kind of feels like Brandon just threw Human in to like complete the set. And yeah, much to do in Hero of Ages, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, But we get like the out, like yeah, like the out, like the Terrace, the Chondra, the Kolos is these kind of outsiders. Um, He also does it like with the magic systems. Like we get Allomancy with like hints of Furukami, and then this book we get Furukami with a development of Allomancy, but then hints, very subtle hints of of Hemalurgy. Um, Yeah. I was trying to remember too. Where did we get the name Hemalurgy from? Because I remember I think it was in an annotation. An annotation. Because he yeah. talks about it in the Final Empire annotations that there Ooh. are three powers. He he just yeah. like straight up says it, and he also talks about how like Farakemi was originally called Hemalurgy. Right. Mm-hmm. He talks about that in the Final Empire yeah. annotations, and he's like, oh, Hemalurgy has to do something else. And then we're just like, well, what is that? 
that mean? We I mean, kind of figured it had to do with the spikes, but we didn't know how specifically. Because yeah, I, I, I hadn't remembered it hadn't been mentioned in the books until book three, and that's probably why. So, yeah. Remembering. When it finally came up in book three, uh, like it jumped out to me. I was like, actually, we haven't seen this word yet. And it's already explicitly Brandon. in the epigraphs yeah. of yeah. book three. It's already Brandon, like, sort of integrating Wob knowledge into the book. Like, we didn't really have words of Brandon for, like, way back, kind of, but not really. Uh, that's just Brandon talking, but like, oh, people know things from the annotations if they read them. Neat, but I still need to put it in the book so that people know what's going on, right? Yeah, it it is interesting. This book, I didn't feel this rereading Final Empire. I think because I've just reread Final Empire a lot of times for like role play purposes or like reading uh-huh, the yeah. culture and stuff. Um, this book really put me back in my headspace of theorizing because. My like when I really got into theorizing was between Well of Ascension and Hero of Ages. And so, yeah, that's how you and I met. That's how we met. So but like so reading this book again, really like. I was having like flashbacks of like, oh, yeah, like this, like (laughs) we obsessed over like, well, even like the ruin and preservation names are revealed. Yeah, when when that that Tensoon just name drop, like, what? What? And like, it's so easy, like, blink and you miss it. But like, that's critical world building uh, things. Uh, And and I did realize. Capital R, ruin, and we are of capital P, preservation. It it really put into perspective how much Hero of Ages epigraphs needed to exist to sort of explain things. Because, like, by the end of Well of Ascension, you really don't know that much. It's like, really, there's some, like, things that are going on that you, you really kind of need uh, a narrator to, like, and this is why this happened. I'm like, oh, great, thanks. That That's very helpful, actually. Because you don't. But I, I'm totally with you. This book took me right back to how I felt uh, originally. I'm not even sure if I ever reread this book in full. Maybe like the end, maybe? But I'm, I can't remember, which maybe means I, I didn't. I think the last time I reread this book was in the lead up to Secret History. So uh, yes. it's been a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. Maybe yeah. I reread it for that, yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah. I do recall, Eric, you mentioning rereading this book and skipping all the Zane parts. Like, I, I do... possible, yeah. I do I, recall. That, so that, this that sounds like first... something I would do, yeah. <laughs> this might be the first time you've reread Zane. The Zane stuff? Yeah, yeah. And be like, okay, okay, let's give it a fair shake. Like, Matt and other people. Because, like, Matt, you were always on the train of, like, oh, what well, well, it's really good. Like, the Zane stuff has yeah. its purpose and stuff. I'm like, okay, Matt. Okay, fine. Like, I have to agree with you. It is the weakest of the three, but... It's still good. It's still good. Like, yeah, you get to that ending. Just, Alendi must not reach the Well of Ascension. Dot, dot, dot. Oh, it's so good. Oh, I love just the mystery of the epigraphs. I I think these are my favorite epigraphs because of that. Like, Stormlight epigraphs have never been as cool as this one has. (laughs) And even, even, like, Final Empires are like, there, there is interesting things there. But it's also kind of weird and boring. Whereas this one has like a central mystery and it's resolved in this book. I'm like, so good. I love it so much. And and Quan is kind of sassy. Like yeah, that I like too. Quan's, yeah. Quan's voice a lot. I, it makes me sad that we never get to see Quan on screen. Yeah. He's like, like, I'm prone to ramble, even though I'm in this ice cave <laughs> carving this into a sheet of metal. <laughs> Hilarious. Like you, you spent a long time writing all these words. Jeez. 
And so this good. is the guy who we know from Elendi's epigraphs, uh, who's mm-hmm. one of his prime research areas is whether trees can think, yeah. which Possibly. I think is like this guy was like realm aware and was yeah. doing research on like the cognitive realm. I think we do have some things that the world bringers were, they did have some Cosmere awareness, right? I yeah. Think. I, I, or at least like, they were approaching that point. Like, I don't think they knew it was like, there's a cognitive and spiritual realm, but sure, they're tar- sure. starting to figure out that like their cognitive and like spiritual things are important. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, the figuring world. out like, what does that mean? Yeah. Do trees have a cognitive aspect? Maybe yeah, it would be exactly. a technical way. Of course, Alendi though, doesn't know this. So he's like, oh, yeah, he was trying to th- figure out if trees could think or something. <laughs> it, it is just so good. Like, like even though there is some weirdness with Miss Bornera 1 and Elantris, frankly, with these early Cosmere things, uh, there's also these, like, oh, the three realms. Let's just, let's just sneak that right in there. Like, oh, Brandon, oh, it's oh. so good. <laughs> so early. I wanted to touch back on the scene where Vin defeats Zane without uh, using Atium herself and by doing so based off what he's thinking that she's going to do, she responds to and hence is able to win. And it just makes me think a lot of Electrum and how it's described in Hero of Ages mechanically. And I just remember reading that description. I was like, oh, so... What Vin did is basically what Electrum does, and yeah. mm-hmm. she was just able to do it without Electrum. And I think that's For a kind moment. of yeah. And it's it's a nice foreshadow that there is maybe something that can do that, or that when it turns up, it's like oh, this has already been touched on. This is isn't coming out of just anywhere. Yeah, mm-hmm. especially because like Electrum in Year of Ages is just like. Isn't it like it just mentioned once, like in one battle? Like they don't really use it. Yeah, I think it comes up at the beginning and it just kind of comes up more as a, oh, you can use it to block um, Adium shadows. And that's it. Like that's just like that's it. Yes. Right. Yep. Whereas Vid actually uses it for another purpose in in the way that it could have been used if she had the medal. Yeah. Like if it it was in Final Empire time, like every Mistborn would use Electrum, right? Like all the time. I think it. Part of why it gets introduced in Hero of Ages is like, well, Vin has solved the Atium problem, but like, we don't like, Brandon doesn't want to spend like the time every fight scene where she's fighting somebody that's using Atium to like, she stays still and watches their move. Yeah. So it's just like, yeah, like this is the get out of jail free card with Atium, <laughs> just burn it and you're fine. Yeah. Yep. Well, yep. and I think also that trick probably only works. It would have diminishing returns, like yeah. as the ATM burner yeah. catches on to what you're doing. Yeah. Like, I don't think you could do it for a, like, protracted fight. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. Vin was able to use it, like, to choose her moment. And kill him. And yeah. kill him. Similar to Shan, the trick of turning off your ATM and then turning it back on at the last minute, I think is what she does yeah. to yeah. beat yeah. Shan. Like, it's a... Yeah. You either do it in the right moment or you die. You only yeah. get one choice. Yes. Yep, pretty much. The other thing that jumped out to me in this reread was the supply catches and the foreshadowing mm. for yep. when they're going to come up in the next book. Both when they find the underground lair that the Lord Ruler has set up near the well, 
But also, um, Elin talks a couple of times about how they have supplies of food and how it is tin food and how that is important going forward into the next book. And the oh. map on the wall and the... Yeah. Why, why, why do they have these cities marked? And yep. Yeah, I remember thinking as I was like, I was like, oh, look, it's the stockpiles. Yeah. Also, how quickly we get into the, like, ADM missing thing. Like, at the beginning when they're like, yeah. oh, yeah, by the way, we never found the ADM. Um, we sold the Lord Ruler's bracers that didn't have a lot of ADM <laughs> yes! in them. Yes! I wanted to talk about that! Yeah. Yes! But, yeah, you're right. It, it is cool how there's just the central yeah. concept, like, oh, no, we're really poor. Kelsier thought we'd be rich as yeah. thieves. Like, like just and, super rich, and we're not. And then how Breeze... Well, in the setup for Breeze is that they're like, oh, we were getting the rumors we don't have the ADM. But then when Breeze realized, oh, wait, no, we need to bring another army here to make a stalemate. Breeze starts spreading rumors. Oh, no, Luthadel does have the ADM. Like, yeah. they absolutely yeah. have it. But with the Lord Ruler's Bracers, yeah. given Bands of Mourning, I, I read that again. I'm like, wait, they saw the Lord Ruler's yes. Bracers. Because even, there were no bands there of mourning. There wasn't lore. No. But well, but there was and, apparently. Like Vendel said, oh, even before the Cadisendra, people knew, oh, if you picked up the lore, the the bracers, you got all his powers. What? No, that's was that no, from Akandra that said that? Yes, Vendel says it at the beginning of bands that the, the mythology is like very extensive. Like what the hell? Because, it's true because people didn't know about the Lord Ruler's Bracers because he kept it a secret. But he specifically says that, and I'm every time I read fans, I'm like, how is that even possible that yeah. there was mythology about that? This feels like a rumor that a mythology that has been built up and then extended backwards in time. And like, Kadra mm -hmm. aren't immune to that sort yeah. of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I still well, don't like it. It feels like an inconsistency. I don't like it, Brandon. But it is interesting that here, I didn't notice this before, but it does say, oh, actually, there wasn't a lot of ADM in the bracers. Yeah. yeah. Which we know now they were made out of multiple different metals. If they are the same. Which like, they are. Oh, supposed no, to like I, I definitely yeah. don't think they're yeah. any related at all. They have to be made completely differently. It, it does imply that the ones the Lord Ruler actually used also were not just made of Atium because Elen does say, oh, actually, there wasn't that much Atium in the... Oh, yeah, like, the Lord Ruler must have had, like, at least gold mines. Like, that, yeah. that's just completely irresponsible to not have gold mines if you're the Lord Ruler. That's insane. Yeah. Right? And presumably everything else, but, you know, the Lord Ruler should have killed Vin. Just saying. Mind control the Inquisitors to just stab her. The, the Lord Ruler can do this. Easy peasy. Uh, just use mental speed, easy peasy. So many ways for the Lord Ruler to kill Vin. But that's what you get for living for a thousand years, and you don't think the tiny Mistborn girl is good enough. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you don't think the Mists will cheat. So, you know, that helps. Yeah, that's the big thing, because Vin wasn't good enough to beat him. Yeah, like, right, yeah. What that was he another... failed to anticipate was the Mist. <laughs> yeah. That was another know. glorious foreshadowing that shows up here, is the fact that the Mists pull away from Vin. Yeah, and mm -hmm. they mention that mm -hmm. two or three times. Like the mists are yep, exactly. seem to be pulled away from both Vin yep. and Zane. Yep, 
Yep. Very subtle. Well, then thank you for watching. You can find us at 17thshard.com for all the news, discussion, theories, and funds that you could ever want. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud. You can leave us a review on iTunes. You can subscribe on YouTube, and you can also support us on Patreon. See you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.